Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Let's Be Honest. It's basically the podcast where three lesbians get together and talk for a very long time about all things gay. We are so excited about getting this out to the world. So if you do enjoy it, please click subscribe. And then for all of the gay content that your heart could desire, go and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Lesbianist Podcast. We thought we'd kick off this series just by telling you guys who we are and on a scale of one to 10, how gay we are. So enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the first ever episode of Let's Be Honest with me, George. Me, Ellie. And me, Rachel. And gals, I am buzzing. I can't believe we're actually sat down to do this after talking about it for so long. How about we start off um, by kind of introducing ourselves and saying how we identify. If you want to identify yourself, label yourself. The name, not... the name and the label. Yeah, or, or you don't have to label yourself. You go first. Okay, well, I'm Georgia, better known as George, um, and I identify actually as gay. I don't know if that's because for many years, I actually really despised the word lesbian. But I think that's because I think that's quite a normal thing, maybe in our kind of coming out life. Um, I think people just connotate the word with like a stereotype. And I didn't like that. Um, And actually, I think now looking back at it, I was kind of just scared of that so and now I don't mind being called a lesbian but I used to really hate it which is I'm a bit ashamed of to say now because now I'm just like well is I am a lesbian but whenever I say I am gay I say I'm gay but some people some people might say well no that's a male term but that's just how I identify. Do you think you say that you're gay because oh it's because it's easier to say you're gay rather than say I am a lesbian? Mm, yeah probably yeah quicker easier straight to the point yeah everyone knows what that is I mean everyone should know what lesbian is really but (laughs) (laughs) there's probably people out there that don't so but yeah so that's me hi I'm Ellie (laughs) I hi Ellie Ellie. you're so brave for coming today thanks guys thanks for having me on the show I'm Ellie I'm 29 years old so maybe I'm the elder lesbian of us three um but not necessarily the elder lesbian but maybe I didn't come out as as early as you guys We'll, we'll get to that but um pronouns she her and yeah I also identify as gay but I think it is just because it's quicker and easier to say than lesbian but I don't have any issues with with the term lesbian or gay, I'm happy to see them both. So, I'm Rachel. I believe I'm the child of this group at 25 years old. You are the child. <laughs> and I am, I would say I'm gay, but I think, oh, I don't know. See, I'm a bit funny with labels because I've always been the person that's like, never say never. Like, I would never, I would never label myself, but it's total internalised homophobia and fear of commitment. Um, let's not lie I've been a lesbian since I was about eight and yeah I'm just a big lesbo quite frankly let's not I won't beat around the bush I would say never say never to be honest because I would never ever go back to men (laughs) so I'm just throwing that out there early on guys never say never until you say never (laughs) we'll get we'll get to that we'll get to that that's the whole I think that's the whole episode (laughs) yeah Oh, I didn't actually say my age. I'm 27. Oh my god, that's quite nice. It's like little middle and the elder lesbian. 
old wise. The ancient yeah. lesbian. We've got baby gay. Yes, I want to be baby gay. That's adorable. Everyone always loves that one. So guys, I was thinking, um, you know, because on professional podcasts, they seem to have segments. So why don't we make a segment of what made us gay this week? So uh, why don't we set off with Rachel? I have a good one, right? So this week I was spending way too much time on TikTok and not enough time, you know, doing other things. So I had um, a bit of a moment because I saw this TikTok and this girl was showing us some tips and tricks to, you know, keep your bedroom nice and I don't know what the word is, sterile maybe, but she was saying tips for lesbians go to like Asda and just get puppy pads for your bed like don't let your sheets get ruined um just so I just bought a pack of four and now um they're down on the bed and that's it and then we just reuse them whenever we need them and I was like sorry if that's not a mood killer I don't know what is is the biggest like the biggest fraud in my life I was like please tell me you girls know what this is about or in fact tell me you don't because I don't I've never heard of that I've never done that I definitely don't no I've never heard that and also having just bought a puppy right when you pee on a pad that's like white you see the concentration of your pee right and so I'm not even being funny obviously it's not pee that's coming out but like just the (laughs) fact that you can you'll see like a little puddle on where you've on whatever you've done <laughs> and you're just like you know like you're taking that off and then you're like okay shall we just uh, whip it off the bed then and go to sleep and you're just like no that is not okay <laughs> and also they have like sticky bits underneath so like are they just permanently leaving them on the bed or are they taking them off please Rachel answer me these questions <laughs> they're not reusable surely they're not reusable yeah so they have to be disposable okay this is making me feel better about yeah. it it's no, not I've never normal. heard that at least not to not my normal <laughs> I mean, if anyone else has heard of it, please do, please do let us know, because maybe we're in the minority, guys. Could be. Maybe that's what's happening here. Anyway, that's mine. <laughs> feel free to, feel free to move on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you can top that, to be honest. Ellie, can you top that? Well, it is payday today, so I've been looking at um, maybe buying a pair of dungarees, because I really want a pair of dungarees, but I don't know if I'm just stereotyping myself or... <laughs> Lesbian chic, I love it. Very lesbian chic. Yeah. Are you going for the baggy lesbian chic or are you going for the tight lesbian chic? I want tight lesbian chic because I did actually mm. own a baggy pair and I thought I don't look cool. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I sold them on eBay. I've been through the, the dungaree lesbian phase and it wasn't for me. Mm. But Ellie, I think you need to like use the accessories too. Like it's the beanie and the boots to go with it. It's, it's a whole commitment of a look. Think. yeah it is definitely because it's not that's the thing like you're gonna have to like buy everything else with it so like the stripey tee underneath like mm-hmm. the beanie. I don't know I've got my Doc Martens I'm sorted you have to you have to say one now what what about you so what made me gay this week like feel just super gay was obviously I've mentioned I don't know if you know but I've got a new puppy guys um and literally buying all pride merchandise for my puppy like has literally made me feel just so gay and so great and I can't even tell you how much you can get with rainbow on for your dog I'm talking hats neckerchiefs collars leads little booties yes that's right little rainbow booties so yeah I went pretty mad for that 
I have a question yes. on puppy. Did you get puppy pads for the puppy? I did, I did actually. We got a pack of hundred, Rachel. So uh, we're going to be having a great time. Multi-use apparently. So Multi -use. you know, enjoy. Yeah. We've actually put them right next to the bed. So, you know, if that Just ever comes up. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm glad we got the 100 pack. Um, Maybe you can test it and then give us a, a rating. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a product review, like a trip advisor review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think we can all collectively agree this week we've been very gay on all that. Yes, super gay. Although on that note, I must say, can I say something that made me feel really sad, but not sad gay, was that Elliot Page and his wife have broken up, Aww. they've been divorced. Although on that, I feel like if someone starts living their like true self, like it sometimes doesn't work out. Like mm. if you, you know, you, you see like quite a few people like that where they kind of come out and everything and then you know you're just it's, it's like being a new person it's like you're free and that might be something that he's been kind of dealing with way before all that and then you know it might not be so sad it might be a case of they're both happy for each other but now they're different people and they need mm -hmm. to kind of divorce is never happy but like I'm always trying to spin it happy as in like this is going to be the best thing that happened to them yeah that's a very good point Rachel and actually now I'm like maybe that has made me a bit more gay this week then because he's living his true self so yeah yeah because we married for three years yeah three years yeah and and she was super supportive of him well I mean I don't know <laughs> I've not got like her on whatsapp or anything but like <laughs> she was like super it seemed like she was really supportive obviously of like yeah. his transition and things like that so and I do believe that quote unquote they're going to remain close friends so you've also got her on whatsapp then yeah, anyway, yeah. So. <laughs> guys first know I think this is also always a, a weird question because it's like do you think you always know or was there definitely a point where you were like actually maybe that means something or did you not even realize and then years later you remember a moment where you're like now I know that that was definitely the time do you know what I mean yeah it's a total mix because for me I now look back and could pinpoint it in my childhood like the obsession with women actresses like the no I had no interest in men I had not nothing at all I never fancied anyone and then again this could be a whole other topic but then when you're a teenager and you're getting into yeah. men as society says if you can't see me right now but I'm doing quotes <laughs> um then <laughs> Yeah, I guess I've always known, but it wasn't until I was about 19 that I started acting upon it or felt like I could. And that was because I moved away to uni and I decided then that I was going to live a different or try and live a different life. And yeah, never went back. And that was that was me. So, yeah. What about mm. you guys? Were you are you are you always been a lesbo? <laughs> Thinking back to my childhood. In primary one, uh, so I'd have been about six years old, I remember uh, we were asked to um, put down our three special people in life. So naturally, I said Santa Claus was number one. Obviously. gave me presents. Jesus was number two because I went to Sunday school. <laughs> number three was a boy in my class called Scott and I was so in love with him and I was like 
absolutely adored him. I used to send him Valentine's Aww. cards every year. And like, even up, so all the way through primary, like I loved him. And then I think got to first year of school and I was like, nah, not so interested anymore. <laughs> you loved him the whole way through primary school? Yeah, my one true love. Oh god maybe you were a total bisexual queen until age 12 <laughs> yeah and then I went to um a friend's 14th birthday party and there was a girl there who was wearing perfume and like I was not wearing perfume none of us were wearing makeup or perfume but I smelled her perfume and I was like oh my god this is amazing like she smells incredible and I think that's just kind of what turned me I became <laughs> I became fully aware of like girls at that point oh my god Britney Spears fantasy turned you into a lesbian I didn't even think it was as like as classy as Britney Spears perfume but it was like next zone perfume next. <laughs> and every time you smell it does it take you back to that 14th birthday party where you're just like yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> what a great time <laughs> I also didn't know what lesbian meant at that time or what what gay was I just knew that like I was like this is an interesting feeling and I've got a question you know? so at that 14th birthday party do you still think that you would have ranked Jesus and Santa Claus as your like top two or would you put her in that top two instead <laughs> um, just asking out of interest I'm gonna say Jesus is out <laughs> I don't know what you can offer me <laughs> you know Jesus I knew you were gonna say that that's what it's like if you want to like experience being gay being a lesbian the gay replaces Jesus and that that's what a lot of people would say yeah quite frankly what about you George <laughs> so I don't know I don't think I could pinpoint an exact moment as exact as Ellie I'm not gonna lie <laughs> um but I think yeah it's like one of those things where once I'd started you know being gay I like looked back and was like oh my god like I was so obsessed with my history teacher in like year nine she was a woman and she was quite young and very pretty and like I don't know she used to it was so weird like even just like reading into the things that she'd write in my exercise book when she'd marked all my work and I'd be like oh my god she gave me a smiley face that, that means that we're meant to be and like <laughs> I, I just kind of used to think oh I just really want to be her like I really you know but actually I'm just like no I really just fancied the fuck out of her like you know what I mean and you're just like oh my god it all makes sense now so so in my like six about 16 that was when I was like because I, I never really had like really close girlfriends and when it used to get to the point where we were getting like really close like best friends I'd just freak out now looking back at it I'm just like it's so obvious why because I obviously either was like getting feelings for them or like I just didn't know how to kind of and react to that so I think I definitely knew like in my early teens but it is that just that classic of no you like boys therefore everyone boy 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 do you know what I mean I don't know if I answered the question, but <laughs> would you say that it was like a, a Miss Honey situation from Matilda, where like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Oh my God, Miss Honey! I've got a really like gay story, like when you're saying you've your love for history teacher. When I was about ten, I was on holiday in Italy. Like, I went to like a kids club, and my mum picked me up from this kids club, and I was obsessed with a girl who ran it. Like, I loved going there. Right. And the day we were leaving, I was like, oh, bye, that's me. I'm like going home back to sunny Scotland. And she gave me a kiss on the cheek. Aww. And as we were walking away, right, I went to my mum. And I remember this so fucking clearly being like, I am literally never washing my cheek ever again. 
brilliant. Oh. And I'm not being funny, but like, is that not? Yeah, that so is so gay, me. but so relatable. <laughs> yeah. Literally, same note. <laughs> so let's uh, chat about something that always can, you know, you meet someone who's gay, and one of the things that you can always bond over is the classic coming out story. What about you guys? What was your coming out story? When did you see the light? How old were you? Well, I I came out, I think, when I was 23. It's like maybe like a week before or after my 24th birthday. Um, so it was like maybe a little bit later. I, I always I knew before then, but I hadn't admitted it to like anyone else or myself before then. So like my my first kiss with a girl was when I was 18 and I was like oh my god this feels all right that everything was just like no it makes sense but it was like I felt like up until that time so like that 14th birthday party I thought oh I'm interested I'm intrigued but then ignored all those feelings and totally like and you're talking about like being friends with all your all the girls and stuff and when they started having boyfriends and dating and stuff and I just joked and I'd be like oh I'm taking notes in my little black book I was like I had no interest in guys whatsoever and that's what we joked about that I was just like always taking notes but I was like a dark horse you know <laughs> keeping myself to myself going and buying all of the Britney Spears <laughs> yeah. perfume just so you're like sniffing it like poppers um, there was one girl in the friend group that I was like obviously attracted to but then was like kept those feelings down <laughs> squashed them and then um but so yeah I came out when I was 23 to my mum and I remember exactly what it was it was in like a coffee shop in Glasgow and so my mum was taking me out for lunch and then I I knew that if I, I was dating this girl and she bought me a like a bracelet and I knew that if I wore it my mum my would ask me about it so like I kind of like did it on purpose but was also terrified at the same time and so I was wearing it and she's like oh who did you get that from and I said uh I got it from someone I'm seeing she went oh who are you seeing because I had never talked about dating anyone like very much and so I was like oh it's this girl and then her heart just like I could just see her heart stop and her eyes just be like, what? <laughs> What's this? And then I told her, I said, it's this girl I'm seeing. And then it just went really, it went really awkward and we didn't really speak. And then we just kind of made an excuse to leave <laughs> and then <laughs> went our separate ways. So it could have gone better, but my mum was just honestly so like, she just didn't see it coming at all. And like, which is weird because when I came out to my friends, they're like, oh, we knew, like, we've known for years. We told you you were gay. You didn't know you were gay, but we told you you were gay. Whereas, like, my family couldn't <laughs> see it. But then when, so when my mum said, well, does your brother and sister know? And so I was like, well, yeah, my brother knows. And then I said, I told, I told my sister last week. She was just more upset thinking that she's the last to find out. That's what upset her more than anything. I was thinking that she was the last to find out. Everybody else knew. And she was the last to know. She was like, does your dad know? And I said, no. I said, well, you better phone him. You need to phone him. So then I phoned him, <laughs> like, the, like later on, phoned him and told him. And I said, oh, dad, I've got something to tell you. I'm gay. And he said, well, toots, you can't pick your skin colour. Like, you can't pick your sexuality. So I said, I'll buy you a pair of dungarees and monkey boots. And that has never happened. 
<laughs> he 100% oh. owes me a pair of dungarees and has never given me any money towards them so maybe I can inspire him to sponsor me yeah <laughs> you're just about to cash in on that yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seen it, yeah. like come on dad cough up you, you won't owed me this for like six years yeah. now, so. oh my yeah. god that's good like oh. that's, that's, that's okay I would say as a, a it was me, like certainly like mm. after so my mum obviously it was a bit awkward at the first because she was just shocked and just didn't know what to say didn't know how to react and then she phoned me so I went home I was upset because I thought I didn't know what I was expecting I just thought it was going to go better than that but it didn't go worse didn't go bad Mm. but I just thought it was going to go better and then um so I phoned my sister and she's like oh she'll just be shocked blah 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 and then so then my mum phoned me she's like I need to come up and see you I need to speak to you face to face and then she came up (laughs) And then I made her soup <laughs> and, then, and then we talked about it a bit more and then she was fine like after that I think she'd kind of like digested it um and because out of like me my brother and sister I'm the most maternal out of us so I think she was kind of thinking oh this this changes everything like you're not going to have kids or or anything like that and I was like no but I love kids and I still want them but I might just I might just not have them the way you think I'm going to have them so I think that's kind of like put her at ease. And now, now that I've got my lovely girlfriend and, you know, been with her for four years, my mum's super happy. She loves her. She's always buying her stuff. And so she's very accepting of us. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, I feel it's weird when people are, are like that. I guess with your mum, I guess it's different. But when people are like angry that they were like the last people to find out classic mm-hmm. I don't know more with friends I find that strange I'm just like well it just happens sometimes when you know like when you're first coming out you know you, I don't think you pick well I think you do pick the, a few people that you're going to tell and then just after that it kind of just spirals out I don't know yeah because like especially I don't know what you mean with friends because you're like why didn't you just tell us like at school mm. this is to like girls of like since like met up with now like you could have just told us then I was like yeah but the thing is is like you're you're confused yourself you're not telling yourself or admitting to yourself that this is how you feel and then I, I'd put it all down on I'll know as soon as I kiss a girl mm. yeah <laughs> and so like, I put all my eggs in that basket yeah. thinking that's when I'm gonna know yeah. and Yes, it's true. That is when I found out. That is when I knew. In that time of like being 18 to 23, like there's a whole lot of like self-awareness and self-discovery. I think you've got to Mm. go through an anguish (laughs) because it's normal. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, George? You go next. I want to, I don't, you, you, we haven't explained very much about how we know each other and I don't know your story at all. Yeah. And you don't know mine, so. Yeah, I guess, so I came out well it depends on what your class is coming out I came out to my parents probably when I was about 17 well to my mum but I first started kind of yeah being gay I guess when I was 16 so I basically I moved to London as when I was 16 and I moved into a flat with like four other girls and I went to sixth form down there and I met this girl and we were like best friends classic you know best friends yeah we're just friends and best friends and Rumi. yeah <laughs> we're best friends and um I just instantly I just was obsessed with her I just you know but I was like no it's fine we're just this is just what best friends do like I said like I'd never really had like a really close girl friend so I was like oh you know this is you know we stay on the phone with each other until like 2am that's just classic and it probably is classic for for some girls but for me I just knew it's not, not this one yeah <laughs> 
eventually we started kind of getting together <laughs> but very secretively um like we went we were together for like a year without telling anyone which I think it's kind of classic maybe especially when you're younger you're just like no one can know no one can know and then I think I got to the point where I was just like no I kind of I need some people to know so I started telling a few of my close friends and so I told my mum and it was like lead balloon like literally yes, so chaotic, <laughs> so, honestly it was like drama 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 and literally three months before my brother had come out my mum was just upset and just it, it just didn't go down very well I have to say now like she's totally on board with it but like then I mean I was what 17 just like you've got exactly the same it's like you like what you're gonna do you're never gonna have kids you never it's gonna be a really tough life it's gonna be and it's like at 17 I was like yeah yeah actually yeah that's true and so I was so upset afterwards and I I went back to the girl and I was like no we can't do this anymore because it's not it's not right it's not you know and it's just you so it'll be fine and then I mean lo and behold it wasn't just her spoiler alert and like then I had to after that like I left school and she we parted ways and then I met another girl and I had to come out again to my mum and that's what's annoying it's like you feel like you have to always especially at a young age I just felt like I was constantly coming out (laughs) and then eventually when I got me and Jade got together I was like I'm not I'm not doing it I'm not coming out again and being like just like you know I'm still gay like I introduced them to Jade and and they love Jade Sim like you Ellie like absolutely love Jade we've been together like seven years and yeah and I, I couldn't ask for anything better but when you think when I think back to my coming out I'm just like fuck no like it, it was so traumatic where I just felt like I was in the wrong and everything I was doing was so wrong um but at the same time it's just like I think when you're young it's just like oh, fuck, like you listen to so many people around you and you're so influenced and it's really quite irritating but then actually once I went to uni I was just like mm-hmm. telling everyone this is me I don't even care um, and still like I still get a bit like worried about telling people at work because obviously as freelancers like we're all freelancers you're constantly seeing meeting new people all the time and not knowing how they're going to react and I remember a few occasions where it's the classic oh what I used to say oh, I've moved up to Scotland because of my partner oh what does he do and it's like oh fucking hell here we go again <laughs> it's like oh actually she and you put so much of an emphasis on she that you actually don't know what you're saying after that. So I just say, oh, well, she, and then they're like, actually just like so stunned or totally fine with it. And it's like, I think you're just constantly coming out, but it definitely does get better to not be a cliche. But (laughs) But the constant coming out is such a thing. And I think no one can see us right now, but we're all three femme passing in quotation marks lesbians yeah and and actually there's like a total that that's annoying it's annoying to be like us it has its pros in terms of like you know in situations where you might not want to to show yourself like that Mm -hmm. then that's fine I mean I didn't get this I didn't get this scaffolding ear piercing for nothing guys like (laughs) I wanted people to know I mean I was I I think there was even a time when I was like wait shit is it the left side or the right side I'm not sure sweetly telling people like how can I come out to people how can I tell people without telling telling them do you know that's so funny you say that because like now being out for about five years um I love it I love telling people like I'm so happy with myself I'm so proud of it Mm -hmm. like I love the kind of edge it gives me in a weird way like I'm just like 
yeah. I am so fun I'm actually a lesbian so you know yeah I'm yeah. you know a cut above the rest quite frankly yeah. like it genuinely brings me so much joy to like come out of work and like come out to people that don't know me I love the look on people's faces but that comes with time like I think it, when you're young the end of the world is pretty at much every week yeah but you know as time goes on you just don't give a shit like yeah. you're just like I now don't care what people think and genuinely my whole thing about it is like there's a whole five years of history to me getting to this point but at the end of the day life goes on and people Mm -hmm. stop caring and you know and people might not talk to you and that's totally fine but guess what you're going to be fine and you're you're going to be fine yeah you're going to be so much better off for it so it's like totally the best Mm -hmm. thing to do And the only person that you're hurting when you are scared of coming out or being like worried what people might think is you, because actually mm. they probably don't care as much as you care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Holler to that, Rachel. I mean, yeah. very wise words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I think am as well. So wise for the baby of this group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like when 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 I had come out and like once I'd told like my family and my friends like because obviously friends you first then family and then work people and then once I started like the more and more I said it the more I was like more comfortable with saying the words and then now it's like I'm a completely different person as to who I was when I first came out and even before then and like it's something that I'm like proud of Mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm happy like I'm so much more comfortable in my own skin like I don't know about you guys but it felt like a weight had been lifted off my chest or off my shoulders uh, or just off my whole body <laughs> you know because <laughs> I felt like you know it was just you know I wasn't happy I don't like I, I did feel happy. like that I think I was more worried when I came out because when it was just me and my friends who knew it was such a close guarded part of my life and I secret that didn't hurt anybody and then once I was out I was like that's it there's no going back well how did you first come out then right so I was living in Edinburgh for uni and Mm. when I got there I just didn't date men at all like the whole two years I was there I'm honestly like I hope my dad doesn't hear this ever but I was just living that uni life like my roommates were not particularly close friends at the time they are now but when I moved in with them they weren't and I think that was such an advantage because I was mm. like, well, they don't have any like real history with me. So yeah, I'm just going to be like this from the start. And that's just how I was going to be. And I watched a lot of the L word <laughs> and my eyes were opened. And I swear <laughs> to God, with every season that I binged, the more I was like, and then I discovered Rose and Rosie on YouTube <laughs> as a classic. <laughs> And I was like, right, okay, I'm going to do this. Like I, and it was like, it kind of clicked. I never said to myself, I'm gay. I just was like, (laughs) it was almost like, I was always like this. I don't, it's so, I can't, I can't explain it, but I'm sure with every, these three stories, someone will resonate with one of them. But it was Mm. like, I was just kind of always like this. I never pretended to be anyone else. But then basically I came out by accident, kind of, um, mm-hmm. And it was it was all fate and meant to be, but um, I went on to my family anyway. My friends all knew it was. It, I wasn't. I told them that the Tinder preference was now female, and that was the end of it. No one cared. Everyone knew. Wasn't what same as Ellie. Everyone was like, <laughs> duh. Um, so the evening in question was 
I had to come home to Glasgow because my roof fell in. So the upstairs neighbour had a leak and the roof came in. So I had to go and stay with my dad. By the time I was dating this girl, and I say this girl, I've literally been in a relationship for five years. It's like, it's this girl. This, yeah, I just want to pick them. My very much significant other um, now, but like not then. So I was dating this girl <laughs> and we were out in Glasgow. We went out for a drink and I think this was maybe just the first or second time that we'd been on a proper date and I was like so buzzed from it and obviously like I've just said we ended up in a relationship for five years so it was something special and I was I was like Mm. giddy I was like oh my god she like really likes me and I really like her and this is so fun and I was high (laughs) as a kite on life like I'd had too many sex on the beaches like drink wise it was two for one cocktails that night and I was like flying high like could not be more happy and I remember so clearly getting the train home and it maybe was like midnight or something and I was like just say it just say it just say it just say it and I walked in I was so ready to be like dad I'm gay (laughs) and I went in and he was in bed he was asleep right (laughs) so I did what anyone else would do and I rattled his bedroom door woke him up and said dad I said I've just been out with this girl on a date and I really like her and then I shut the bedroom door and we went to bed (laughs) oh that's so cute um that was that did you talk about it in the morning yeah uh uh-huh so not at first I had no intention of bringing it up ever again because I'd sobered up and that kind of thing of like oh that's it now like that's you know I've done it now and he went Huh. so last night then I was like uh-huh and he went um like that's okay I like I don't mind if that's you know that's and it, it just it was so weird and the, the fact I don't remember it that well is actually a good thing because it wasn't a significant conversation it was a conversation that made me feel like all right then let's crack on like there was no he had some questions which I'm sure we'll speak about later on in the series about like people's reactions to you coming out and stuff like that but like um yeah he was very mm-hmm. calm very collected and as time went on has defended me multiple times doesn't get talked no. about too much which I think will be a common thing for a lot of people listening but like at the same time sometimes that's okay too he's neither up nor down about it to be honest pretty positive overall that's so nice like it wasn't a yeah. like a massive thing it was just like it just happened and that was that and then yeah. just moved on yeah. then hasn't always been sunshine and rainbows but not but in terms of like my core people it was a pretty good experience mm-hmm. which I will forever be grateful for and I think that's it as long as the core people you know eventually are on board and and like I think a lot of the time it, it just takes time like you were saying Rachel it's like now I'm like well if you have got a problem with it I don't want to be friends with you like I don't want to even have you in my life because you're clearly a dick so like I I literally don't care but the thing with like people not accepting it and things like that is something that and this isn't coming from me I've heard this a few times from others that's been like wisely passed down and I will now pass it to you because you are a wise baby gay (laughs) wise baby gay will now speak and think about how long it took you to be okay with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you cannot expect people 
to just switch and just be like okay that's fine when that's not what you said to yourself yeah. let's not lie yeah mm-hmm. that's so, so true you know it's like the truest thing ever that you need to give people time yeah. and you know being mean to people and like horrible to people is a different thing yeah but if people don't react the way you want them to just put yourself in their shoes and be like you said it to yourself once and you were like wait no no Ooh. what you denied it mm-hmm. and you defended it but you came round and so will they mm-hmm. and it's fine yes yeah. quite frankly who I'm sleeping with does not affect you so shut the fuck up yes I feel like I'm watching like Trisha yeah Trisha Goddard <laughs> yeah. I'm just like <laughs> yes yes Trisha. yeah we need some audience claps <laughs> yeah. oh my god it's gonna be my role because I'm so here for it if it is <laughs> <laughs> wise words of knowledge and then me and Ellie just like yeah that's so true <laughs> Tell that's, us more. and that's the podcast for today <laughs> when I first met Georgia because I've known Georgia for longer and we were working on a show together and you had said something I think you might have dropped a partner bomb and then I was like oh partner okay and then you said Jade and I was like did I hear that correctly did she just say Jade <laughs> and then I said oh I said I can't remember if I said I had a partner too or something but I basically did that whole TikTok thing I was like are you gay are you gay yeah I'm fucking gay <laughs> and then that was it. like as soon as I clocked eyes you know that was it. it was cemented for me I was like we're gonna be friends even if you don't want to be my friend I'm gonna be your friend <laughs> it's actually an unwritten rule that you have to be friends with any other gay person yeah. you work with if you yeah. don't know that already listeners absolutely united oh, yeah. especially if they're wearing dungarees and a beanie <laughs> it's like it's yeah. a given yeah. <laughs> and then Rachel when I met you and I can't remember did you talk about girlfriend or did you say something probably I probably did. I like to do yeah. it quite quickly. When I met you, I was like the last to start and the, the works I used mm-hmm. were all quite pally. So, but then I was quite shocked at you as well because I actually hadn't really came across any kind of more TV lesbians yeah. as I call them now. But like, <laughs> it, was, it was like so fun and refreshing and like exciting because I remember how excited you were and then I was excited too and we were just like so excited together yeah. and now... And now look as the three gay amigos, <laughs> the telly lesbians. That's maybe what we should call this, the telly lesbians. Working in TV, there's a lot of gay guys, but for gay women, I found it really hard to, like, other than Georgia, you were thinking you were the first person I came across that was, like, another gay woman. Yeah, and I think they're harder to spot as well in the wild. Yeah. You could drop some partner bombs, some pride bombs, perhaps. Yeah. Wear your rainbow coat. Yep. A little, maybe a little <laughs> rainbow pen occasionally is quite a common thing. Classic, yeah. 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 yeah you need to yeah. like signal well I've got my denim jacket now my Levi's denim jacket so I'm hoping that will maybe like attract like a beacon <laughs> look at my shoes look at my dogs yeah. yeah you're just like that holding your foot up everywhere <laughs> so I think I think we've done really well at introducing ourselves and and giving a bit of a taste of what the vibe is going to be on this fun fun gay podcast and I think we've gave a good intro to Les Be Honest, which by the way is a genius name. Hope we don't get sued for it at any time. Um but yeah I think we've got a lot to talk about. Like I think there's we have so much that we need to discuss. There's so much even from today that I would love to delve deeper in. And I think that includes things like sex education, 
pride mm-hmm. coming out representation stereotypes like you should listen to this podcast it's going to be fun <laughs> stay tuned i will see you all next week same time same place